Hey peeps, it's me again, and today is election day for Gavin Newsom and the rest that were trying to go replace him. And if you guys didn't know, Justin, it seems like, it's safe to say this, but 67.3% of the votes went to Gavin. And that recall rejected. In other words, he won. That means this little political hiccup basically is just a staunch reminder what he did right, but still has to fix, fix all the discrepancies that he has to face onto the actual real election, which will be next year. So in other words, people, that means for Gavin, he's going to have to pull basically, I guess you could say a rabbit out of a hat for this one, because he's going to have to find another way by next year to make people realize why this recall was a farce. Why this little political hiccup didn't need to happen needlessly. But accountability was the right thing to go about it, which was good. And I'm proud of the people, you know, having to, you know, put their concerns or disdain of how things were going. And that was okay and everything and all, which I agree with. You know, like I said in my last podcast ago, it's like Bill Gates said, we were not prepared for a pandemic. And he was right. We were not prepared even in this state because in this state, we were not prepared anyways because, like I said, we didn't do anything to set aside a special fund for these small mom and pop shops money for them so they can survive during a crisis like this and for the landlords who own apartments and houses that they rent out to people them too they weren't getting that kind of help and that's one of the things that he and anyone else who decides to become governor by next year when the running starts again by next year and if when this happens they keep that in mind that they need to set up a fund for these things during crises like this. Because of the fact that we were not prepared, that's what happened with our state. We ended up having to just stay at home, but then we lost work. And hearing the fact that supposedly information my sister Liz gave me was that supposedly Gavin Newsom did take out some PPE money for himself at his own winery, which I didn't know he had a winery. I'm going to have to investigate that. And he actually, you know, supposedly did that. But the thing with EDD, that really wasn't really his idea or problem or fault. It was something like I was going to say, you know, people do things during hard times. You know, when it comes to thieving and stealing, this basically was just going to happen anyways, whether he was in office or not. The people the EDD that took some majority of Californians' money for the EDD program, that was because somehow some of those um, hackers in jail, which I, I don't know how they're even available accessing themselves to a computer of some sort or a cell phone, because that only would have happened if that was possible. But if they were doing that, I don't know how they did it, but they did it. 
And that's why, you know, it was something just on them because of hearing probably what they probably watched the news too and hearing all this stuff about, you know, they shut down restaurants and businesses closing. And for them, it, they probably just panicked too. And just with the panicking of just a swore of a panic, thing, just like last year's March, you know, thing that we had all that, you know, hoarding that people were doing and all this, you know, price gouging and all that shit. This is basically why I believe those you know, those inmates or whoever actually did take this money out did what they did because they were freaking out. And they just didn't want to be left behind or in the dust. And so to speak, that was not Gavin's fault. Okay? The winery thing, that might have been because that's a hypocritical thing to do. And with this latest hiccup, hopefully that will get him to realize this immaturity during his power that he has should remind him why guess just because we give you power doesn't mean you get to play with it how you want to play and then the latest with the whole him being in a scene in a restaurant with some of his closest friends or family or relatives and the fact that he wasn't wearing a mask that day and then closing other places it, it made people you know it got their feelings hurt because it's like hey if he's doing it why not me you know, and then hearing that he had possibly his own children going to private school still while everyone else's kids couldn't go to the regular public, which I understand why that would make you feel like, what the fuck, you know? Why Why is it just he's allowed to, you know, root around, you know, silently and easily do whatever he wants to do, but not me? Why? And And I understand. That is mean, and that's annoying. I'm glad... When this happened to him, I hope he takes away from this. It's like, he's not going to abuse power anymore. Hopefully. Which I don't know if he even was abusing power. It's just, he just came off as just a big hypocrite. It's just what that happened. Wasn't really abusing much power. He just did too much power with the CDC and gave them, you know, a hand. And then he basically took over with CDC's, you know, mindset in mind. Was able to enact that. You know, those tons of, you know, shutdowns that he had to do during these, you know, COVID times where he had to, like, keep us in that kind of situation because he didn't want us to, you know, spike the COVID cases, which I understand it's frustrating at one thing because at one breath you want to do what you want, but then another you have to keep yourself protected and, you know, he had to take the job of taking care of people and like I said, nobody... You know, and especially him. He didn't come to do this job because he was going to be ready for a pandemic. He came to his job thinking he'll just do the same job, probably like Governor Jerry Brown. But he didn't anticipate, you know, shutdowns having to happen in his own state. Having to buy hotels for a bunch of homeless people. Because finally it took a pandemic to realize homeless people mattered. And by the way, people, it wasn't that he was ignoring the homeless it was that issues in every county and city, they follow their own issues. And whatever it is that, that they have in mind is really why you see a bunch of homeless people. And it's not that they don't have enough housing for affordable housing. It's just the willingness of the people themselves trying to fix this issue. And also some of the homeless people, you have to understand people, some of them are kind of like quitters. Some of them, I'm not saying all, I say some. Some of them are just not motivated enough. Some of them don't even have the will. And then a lot of them are just a bunch of ex-cons that aren't able 
to go anywhere because even though they say they don't discriminate people who've been in jail, for some reason, some employers still do that, even though they aren't supposed to do that. But for them, it's like, it's a thing and they don't want to deal with it and the nonsense. And then that's why they don't, you know, give them a chance. And then there's the whole thing. There's a racial aspect to it all. Also with employers not trying to hire people. So this is kind of like, it's not really his problem. It's, it's just the individual problem and also cities willingness to deal with homeless people and the homeless people that, that that's something you have to understand people that because the homelessness for real when I say this they are also even some people like I used to be my mom used to be you know they were unfortunately dealing with some financial hardships and then we became homeless but some of us you know may have known some programs and some of us were introduced by others about programs like housing authority and stuff like that so that kind of pretty much is about communication really at this point in some of our cases there are some people are able to get out of homelessness so i'm just saying it really just depends on who the employer is um depends on what city or county operates and how they want to divert funds to help homeless people out of homelessness and if the people who are homeless themselves um, if they have a difficulty, they'll have to talk with, like, you know, the local job, you know, office, of employment office to see what can you do as a, a ex-con if you're able to work or not. And that's just something they have to talk between them and stuff and how they have to come back, you know, to society without having to be judged by the same society or be abandoned by the same society that they're trying to get back into after already, you know, paying their dues in prison or jail. So that's something that that has to happen with those people in a personal level and also the willingness by their local job building that does, you know, you know, those like one-stop shops and stuff that you do for like you know, you go to those places, you put into time to go look from for work, and you get in, and stuff like that. It used to be, in this in this town, it used to be called One Stop Shop, or something. And now it's called American Jobs Center. So if they have another like that, statewide, well, I would have to suggest that place. Make it easier for a program, and make a program, and even have employers come in that who they really have an ideal candidate to who's willing to work at a place where you could still work even with the you know a conviction or two or three or a felony or whatever and if someone's already paid their debt to society and they're just waiting for the time for their you know case to expire or in some cases um you know when the when the crime's already been paid, they should have, you know, be able to just give them a chance. You know, that's what I'm saying. They just need to be more programs to help with those kind of concentrations of homelessness. And then those who are just not unwilling to get out of that because of some emotional trauma, they might have to introduce some type of therapy to these people and why they think they have to be homeless and not help themselves. And why do they want to be just left behind like that? Because... They are feeling, you know, so bad. And you don't know that some of this homelessness could also be, like, self-induced, you know. And what they keep doing to themselves, what 
attitude they might have to adopt in order to be able to live within a society and whatever emotional traumas or physical ones they had to endure in a previous life, if that's contributing to why they're homeless. So these are the kind of things I'm just going to tell you. I don't think Gavin Newsom can ever fix because this is just a generational thing. And he just happens to just be within the four-year time run right now where he just won his own recall, which is weird. He didn't have to do this, and it's kind of sad, but it's like, you know, he, um, he just had to just... You know, not, you know, not break any more of his own rules. That's just pretty much what he's going to have to do. Not break his own rules. Don't just pay for his own PPE stuff, for his own business. And also, he has to lead by example. Okay? As well as, he needs to do better now to prove why he avoided a recall. So he can become the best. So when he runs again for re-election, he has the reason and the right to run because he actually matured from this political hiccup of his. So people, I'm just telling you, this is something he needs to be aware. But also you guys too. So I'm just I'm just explaining away why that has nothing to do with him. Homelessness is a generational thing in this state. Has been for like generations now. It's something, like I said, per- the personal individual who is homeless has to deal with. And the city and governing counties that have to deal with their population of homeless people and their willingness to do something about it and it's also the homeless person itself the willingness to snap out of that and get themselves out or if they're trying to but have been having a hard time due to something blocking them like a criminal conviction of the past you know coming back to haunt them the need to make programs to negate that so they don't have this eating up their time and life so they can finally live life as civilized civilians among us Californians so that's one thing I'm saying and then of course if that was true with him having a winery and PPE still still I'm gonna have to investigate that and talk about it in another podcast and see if Liz was talking about this was true not saying she's a liar but it was nice that she chimed in yesterday and telling me that and I thought that was odd but I was like hmm I'm gonna have to think about that and look into it And anyways, peeps, like I said, Gavin Newsom has, did, you know, of course, he did his share of not being there for us. But, you know, I'm just saying lately with these California stimulus that just came out, even though the second one is still undetermined because I haven't received mine. And I don't know if it's because of some information that was changed recently or the fact that it was not coming at all for me. I'm just saying, people. It may or may not be my right to earn another one because maybe I already had, um, you know, I already passed the ability to have something. So I'm just saying, people, it just might be what's going on. This could be alphabetized or they're just trying to make sure I'm the correct person on my social security number. And that could be stuff like that, too. And I mean, it, it just really depends. It's just, it's, you know... It really does. And I'm just telling you. I'm just telling you guys. It might be why. It might be why. It 
And I'm just saying, people, it it just depends. You know, the, the California stimu stimulus, it's supposed to help us again, but they didn't really kind of, like, specify too much. But what I was reading about this, because I didn't talk about this, you know, I've been very quiet about this for a reason, guys, because I wasn't sure if I qualified or not. And, you know, and if I was meant to have some or not. But I don't know. I'm just saying, people. Something happened, you know. And I'm just saying, like, yeah, they did. They said supposedly this week it might be delayed because that's that was an article I was reading like last week, and still nothing. So if anything comes, I will post you guys about this and let you guys know in California. Yeah, something is coming, and it is a Golden State stimulus number two. But still. It's crickets for me on my end so yeah sorry about that people if you were expecting something in the mail I was too but the only thing I received was just 200 bucks from my mom for doing some job for her which is you know babysitting my autistic siblings so so far even though I don't work right now I'm just basically I wouldn't say I'm on call but I'm just basically um, called on when requested in my case so yeah and back to Gavin Newsom. So he won this time on this recall. This re I would now I'm gonna dub it the rejected recall because apparently it wasn't gonna be a win anyways. And yes, both Caitlyn Jenner. Yes, boohoo. She was about to cry. She was about to let her cheers, but she held her pride inside. And you know what she said? That California is gonna get the kind of leadership that they voted for. And guess what? Maybe we will. Maybe we will. Maybe we want to be in a blue state. And maybe we just like that. And maybe we will. I mean, it would have been awesome if Elder won too. But unfortunately, he has a warped mindset by the Trump base. And he's a Trump base Republican. I didn't care if he was a Republican. Didn't really care about anything else. It wouldn't have mattered him being black or not. It would have been awesome. He would have made awesome history, which is cool. But, you know, felt sorry for the dude. He got pelt by an egg by a stupid idiot lady wearing a gorilla hat. I don't know if she flung one or two eggs, but something was white and eggish looking and it went in his direction twice or once. And all I can say is that she's a coward because she hid herself behind a mask wearing a gorilla face and I feel like that's very suspect because the dude is black and why are you wearing something that's apish in primate looking and I feel like that was I had to say indirect racism and obvious racism so she a bitch for that but anyways peeps like I said so far so far so far it seems like Gavin has won and it seems like California determined this because they realized the stuff that he was doing for the, you know, closures he had to do for the whole state as a whole. And especially ones, I don't know if you guys remember when I was talking about my, my podcast, about the types of closures he had to do on the state was the ones within the holiday season. So I thought to myself, it's ironic, but it was smart. It was better than my county's version of one back in uh, April and ended in May 
where we were like in a month long and we had to be back at the house by five. At least his was like by 11 or 10. And I can tell you this, guys, the extra five hours we would have needed anyways. Because some of us had bus schedules, had uh, schedules in general with going to work and school. And I imagine that was an inconvenience to just have to be rushed by home by five. And you might need to eat something or go bathroom and you're not to your house yet. Or if you're on a bus, I mean, you're going to get in trouble now for reals. But anyways, peeps, he did win so far. So far, it looks like he won. This recall, rejected recall, I should say. The rejected recall. And we don't know if the Republican base is creaming right now, but a lot of people are like in the Twitter right now and they're saying something failed. And I'm like, okay, so what failed? The fact that he won or the fact that this was a waste of taxpayer money and time? Because it has to be one of the other people. You can't just say it failed just because he won. You could just say it failed because your guys' moves were not that smart. Let's just be real. Gavin winning this is exactly why we need to remind ourselves that even though it is a blue state, even though it is for whatever reason why it is a blue state, I know it doesn't mean anything. But like Sank said from TYT, he made it he, he made it he made it honest you know, remark on when he said that this is notoriously democratic. So thanks him to remind us who we are as blue, you know, voting people. So maybe, maybe that's just, that's just the recipe right there, people. Maybe it's just being a pro-democrat. Maybe this is what helped him catapult back into his office, back to his job, to be honest. Maybe this was just a little bit of a limbo. Maybe this was just a minor hiccup on his end, and like I said, this is just a political hiccup anyways in general because he really did, and I'm not saying this to be mean, he really did kind of lose it almost because, you know, the whole thing about him not, you know, able to just let people do what they want, but he did this because he was worried about where the stakes were going for these people, and, you know... It was just because of those things that's that's kind of why, you know, what happened happened. So it just it just goes to show you people that it was his tremendous, you know, shutdowns, lockdowns of the state that really saved us, you know, in a way, you know. If you wanna say that he is a hero, then you know what, by all means, go ahead. He he was a hero, but I wouldn't say that to just be like, Okay, he's a hero, that's it. Okay, no. It was because he saved us from ourselves. Because, we're, you know, we're creatures of habit, guys. And, and, you know, with the holidays coming in and people all in festivities and all in a festive mood, of course we were just going to ignore, you know, ignore safety pr- protocols. And some of us can tell you this. The ones that I liked the most since last year on the holiday curfew that we had for the, for the, for the whole, almost the whole state. I shouldn't say all, but... But I'm going to say, yeah, the state itself, majority of the state had shut, been shut down for that holiday curfew of this um, tier, purple tier, you know. And like I said, we were this close to blue, and the blue would have been just permanency of, a sh- of you know, the state would just been shut off. 
and would be nothing, no work, no nothing, and not even essential working either. So there was something happening, people, that, you know, we almost forgot that he prevented anyways. And, and I know it sounds like it's crazy saying this because it's like, really, he prevented something? Well, in a way, he did. He prevented us from screwing ourselves over in a way, so... And yes, it's true, it doesn't make him better, it doesn't make him any cooler than me or you listening to this. But he did do what he was told to do by the CDC, and like I was saying earlier, he did his job good, it's just we weren't financially funded for the outcome that happened. And then those eviction moratorium in this state still, which still is going on, guys, he didn't want anyone homeless either because of something, because of a job loss, which I thought was awesome. But in a sense, I felt like execution was right, just not the way it was handled. Because, you know, there was no financial funding to back up and bail out these landlords that own houses and apartments that are independent owners and also entrepreneurs that are also self-made as well. As like a mom and pop shop, they're one of the same, even though they're not seen or deemed or looked as one of those. And then the mom and pop shoppers, known as mom and pop shop people, are also self-made entrepreneurs, their own business. That's basically what that is, okay? They weren't bailed out either. And so, of course, it caused a financial strain for them. And this is why they felt moved to vote out because, you know, they were not happy that everyone else was getting compensated but them. And it's like, and I agree. It's like, we shouldn't be bailing out banks ever. But also, banks shouldn't be charging anyone either, which my mom stated. She said that these people on these houses or apartments that pay mortgages, they were not going to be charged that federally. So, and what that made me determine was this was because this is their just bread and butter because they had to eat, remember? They have to make their own money so they can buy their own food and pay for their own bills and not just pay for a mortgage, property taxes, because that was their actual job. They weren't really doing an actual job job because that was their job and that was their their life, you know, source. That was their, you know, making money source. That was their actual occupation was being a landlord and also being a mom and pop shop. A restaurant owner and also being a landlord of apartments or a landlord of you know houses and having tenants either in houses or tenants in apartments and stuff because like I said there's the townhouses there's the condos and all that stuff and there's people that actually own those properties but they rent it out to people and that was their job and when that was affected this is probably why I believe this is why they were going to the Supreme Court to get that out nationwide but it didn't happen in the state still because of what he implemented to prevent this inflation if not more COVID breakout cases like it has been nationwide already where now we're hearing it's just kids being the only victims of this now at least them and some of the breakthrough cases but otherwise it's just those who are just mainly unvaccinated and mostly the youth that are children who didn't get vaccinated because they were not able to, because now the CDC is saying, oh, well, they're not little adults, okay? Well, all right. Well, hopefully when the trials happen, I hope we get these young children 
inoculated so we can have a fighting chance to beat this pandemic. I really hope it's so we can probably go back to some type of normancy because it's in our norm to be around other people and we just can't help ourselves. So I'm just saying peeps. For now, it says he won. We're going to see this by day by day. I'll be able to come back on my next podcast talking about to confirm with you guys that he officially has one. But of course, breaking news, 67.3% says he won. Um, of course, I was checking on some of the news and it says Elder and I think it didn't say Caitlyn Jenner conceded, but it, but she looked really sad. So most likely she did. But hopefully, um, this is a, a political learning lesson for Gavin Newsom to whatever he was doing wrong during this pandemic. He doesn't do that anymore, but he keeps doing what he's doing now, but we need to put in place a special funding for these type of crises. So in case when they have to do this type of thing again, where they have to rely on the CDC to do these mandates and stuff, they'll have a financial setup thing, hopefully, which I, I really hope would be that. And then they could, you know, just deal with the people as they come. Because otherwise, like I said, if they had, they had a bailout system financially for all these people I just mentioned to you, the only problem we would have is just a bunch of idiots bitching about mask mandates and vaccination shot mandates. That, that would be it. And it would just be just the typical news fodder we hear. It's like people versus, you know, people, which is the inoculated versus the non-inoculated. So it would have been just like, just a showdown. Or like what happened in New York, now that diverting babies from their uh, hospital, because 30 of them nurses just in their own, you know, right righteous protest that they believe that they're doing left the job because they were fired for not being vaccinated. So, you know, time will tell what's going to happen. Hopefully the state still stays blue. And hopefully by this week when all the votes are counted in, despite the fact my mom wasn't able to vote this time, next time she'll definitely owe him that vote, of course, when he does run again in his recall. Not recall, but (laughs) re-election. Hopefully by his re-election, my mom will return the favor and finally, you know vote for him justifyingly so and when she doesn't have this moving crap this is probably why it happened because my mom told me well she was gonna vote but she had to move and during the time we moved was back in april so we just sort of got settled over here and we were dealing with my brother david coming back so it's like a lot of hoopla and all that crap was just like you know it was all happening all at once for her so unfortunately she was a little depressed but today smiled today is basically gavin's best day that's all i gotta say is his best taste so far it looks like he won so this rejected recall which is the name of this podcast for today is basically what it is peeps and i'm just telling you guys i tell you more but i can't talk about it so and it's taco tuesday as you know it because every tuesday is a taco tuesday somewhere so have a good night peeps and like i said this is rosie says And I'll see you on the next podcast. And thank you for listening. Good night. Hey, peeps. I just wanted to let you guys know. I think throughout my whole podcast I just did tonight, I forgot to say lockdowns. I kept saying closures a lot. So, and then, um, I also just, you know, 
basically was just talking about, you know, stuff that may or may not have been, I would say, a part of him in the recall in general, but it was pretty much probably, um, you know, to the tune of just people issues in general, but most of we were still sticking with the whole why this recall was just a was a waste of taxpayer dollars and money and then also because the fact that well you know there was nobody pretty much more interested in getting rid of him anyway because the majority of people as cali votes voters actually voted in a stronghold in the biggest blue wave and what i saw tonight on uh the bay area cbs five um area or news 12 CBS over there in the Bay Area is said the whole at least the all the counties that touched the beach except for Del Norte voted for him in all big blue numbers and it was both mostly in the northeastern part of the state where all the fires are happening is who voted in favor of a Republican candidate favorably but the majority of state is still blue so it does tell us they tried but this tidal wave of recall that became a rejection call basically did not happen to this favor. So if you're hearing all these ambient sounds of ocean waves, it makes sense to put keeping this uh, blue tide going because the tides of turning from blue to red was just not happening. And thank God it wasn't because, oh my God, like I said, my mom, she didn't get a chance to vote. So unfortunately, you know, she didn't, but fortunately everyone else who paid attention did. And and I don't know if you guys heard this, but in the news, they were saying throughout the whole day and yesterday, this could have been like either, you know, a life or death. And as well as a um, nationwide power grab that it would have had some ramifications of some sort, you know. Because remember I was telling you that one TikToker talked about Diane Feinstein probably retiring and probably dying or not running again for office. Well, and that was part of the reason why I think these Republican bases taking advantage of people and their pain and who are generally having concerns and actual anger and stuff, they were taking advantage of those people in their pain. And instead of panicking about it, what they did was just conspire to just use that pain against the people by trying to run in basically position themselves in Gavin's seat. Basically, they cushioned, you know, the people's cries and used that as their guise to basically say, you know what, well, he's not doing a good job now. It's a recall. But what they didn't realize is that even if that was the case, even though we're all, like, complaining and stuff, well, you know, after what we've been seeing in Florida and Texas and what's been in the news with those two particular states... And also as a nation, other states with these, you know, raging infections that just keep going out of order and just keep going and going as a ripple effect and a roller coaster ride of so many, so many infections. It's like, I think people realize that. And then what happened in 2003 with Ray Davis, I think people learned their lesson from having to have another Schwarzenegger, you know, in office. I'm not saying he's a bad guy. I'm just saying he's better in his movies, but not in his politics, okay? That's all I gotta say, alright? You know, he was handsome back then in the 80s and whatever, and 90s. And now he's just old and, you know, whatever. 
But, you know, lately, I have no disrespect to him. I'm a fan of his movies. Don't get me wrong. And he has a very good-looking younger son right now. I'm not talking about the one he had with his wife. I'm talking about the one he cheated with. That son. But anyways, <laughs> I'm just telling you people, I respect the guy. I respect his not <laughs> out-of-marriage child as well and everything. But, you know... I like the guy, but I just like him in his movies, and that's the way I want it to be, okay? He needs to stay in his movies and nowhere else because I don't really want to know any more about another person. And, and by the way, with Jenner, with, with Caitlyn Jenner coming in, no offense to her, but nobody cares too much about the Kardashians to want another Kardashian in office, so I'm just saying. No offense. And Larry Elder, with that horrible statement about saying slaves not wanting or not deserving reparations or whatever. You know, like I say to that, that's a lot of self-hatred issues. He needs to work that out with himself. I still didn't approve of the lady pelting an egg in his direction. That wasn't cool. Thought she was a bitch and a racist one too at best. Whatever that was. But still was messed up. I don't like that. It would have been awesome he would have made history had he not been a Trump supporter. That's all I gotta say, but you know what? You can't change people, and that's just the way things are. And thank God nothing else was putting that guy in, in danger. My goodness, that was just creepy as fuck when that happened, though. Didn't see that crap coming. Other than that, happy Larry tried. Happy to see that people really like, you know, this guy, which is amazing, but sad to hear that he has a self-hatred complex and the fact that he had a kiss up to Trump's base, which is very pathetic in any way. But I would I would not mind him being a conservative or a Republican if he just wasn't a Trump version of one. That's all I gotta say. And then with Falconer from San Diego County, you know, same thing, Republican. I don't know if he was a Trump supporter. There was no mention of that. Um... Other than that, he was, you know, able to run a Democratic county, even though he's a Republican uh, leader, one of the leaders over there. But still, didn't much care to hear, hear much noise about him. And then the guy with the bear named John Cox, or whatever his name is, well, he says the fight's still going on, and hopefully so, but uh, nobody wants to deal with the circus side show, especially with freaking um, Pooh Bear like that. You know, just leave nature alone. Let 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 this bear just go back to the wild where it belongs, and let just leave everything alone. Stop trying to make a circus sideshow, for God's sakes. I mean, I'm grateful to hear that he's not giving up or Falconer. I mean, like, okay, guys, we'll we'll have we'll hold you to it. But it seems like Caitlyn conceded, and of course Larry did concede. You know, and it's not fun losing. I mean, their favorite guy named Donald Trump lost, so how do you think he feels? Probably worse as shit, so. And then, of course, what also killed it for Larry, which I have to say, not only the slave remark, but the fact that he peddled the nonsensical bullshit that Trump is famous for, claiming that there was the, uh, another rigged California election, but this time in this state, I'm just like, okay, so the first election was rigged enough for you, and now it's this state. Make up your mind, people. It's not about rigged elections. It's just people don't like you, okay? You're not liked. You're just not what the people want. And unfortunately, the people said they want to stay blue or indigo. 
It's either blue or indigo because it's not exactly purple, but it's more like indigo and blue. So let's just be fair. That's what the colors usually are anyways in the state. It's just an indigo blue color. Okay? So it's an indigo blue color. It's not exactly blue, like to the fullest, because otherwise you wouldn't have people trying to vote for, you know, the Republican Party, because that's a red color. And then this Democratic color is blue, so I'm just saying. We're more indigo blue than blue itself, so that's just being real. And I, all I gotta say is I'll keep you posted about if he officially wins. I'll probably post you by tomorrow again if, if how the numbers are going. And then the next day, and then when all the cali all, votes are tallied up already and stuff, and we'll finally know who really won, but it seems like everyone's affirming he is the projected winner of this unnecessary rejected recall. So, I'm just saying, this Republican recall, as they were, you know, swinging with with that ideology, I'm like, uh, I don't know. If it was a Republican recall, it it does make sense, because that's what it looks like, but I don't know. I was more like thinking it was a retarded recall, to be fair, because it was just dumb and a waste of time, but I guess that's just me thinking that way. But anyways, peeps, he looks like he's staying in office for another year until 23. And that's until he does his uh, re-election again. So we'll have to see if he matures from this little political hiccup and he matures himself and he does his job righteously so, but also keeping people still in mind and all this shit. That's just kind of how it's going to be, peeps. So I'll just keep you guys posted if he does get more votes. It says so far in my county, in San Luis Obispo County, it says that we had a 60 to 40 40. Uh, votes 40 being the Republican base mixed with Trumplicans, QAnon, and MAGA morons, and then those who are just straight up Democratic, and that's it. Those people, okay, they got 60, including me doing a mail in ballot. So, yes, we're higher in this county, and that's a start because you know, to be honest, you from Biden's uh win in 2020 of last year in November versus Gavin's this year in September, people voted, you know, graciously, if not deservingly high for this dude than it was for Joe Biden in general. So I'm just going to tell you, this state, at least in my county, looks suspiciously darker blue this time when it came to the voter, you know, the higher vote count. And it was suspiciously dark blue because last year's vote was suspiciously light blue. And I just want to put that out there, people. It seems like we weren't that interested in Joe Biden, but we're definitely interested in Gavin, though. That's all I gotta say. Like, we like basically so far what's he doing. And I think it's safe to say we love it. Kind of. Don't want to say it's the truth, but kind of. Kind of. Anyways, peeps, that's a little update on my tidbits from my last podcast I just did just now. And uh, as always, this is Rosie Says, and see you on the next podcast.